This is a really deep subject when it comes to Dolores Cannon. Her experience with multidimensional beings. So these are people that live out of phase with the physical reality that all of us live in. And those were something... Hi, this is Daniel Laxtons, and you're listening to the Ultimate Reality Surfing Program. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that way you can always get this awesome content for helping you to create the best life ever. Hi, welcome to the Ultimate Reality Surfing Podcast. I'm Daniel Laxtons, and this is my co-host, Todd Ronan. How's it going, Todd? Hey, Daniel. I'm doing great. Thanks. It's going very well. I appreciate you asking. Well, this is a neat subject, you know, uh, when it comes to reality creation, there are so many different teachers and I look at it like when we're, when we're like studying this uh, teacher in law of attraction and then studying this teacher in law, law of creation or reality creation, no matter what it is, it's all saying the same thing, but we get different perspectives from, it's like, it's like looking at uh, an object from different areas around a room or maybe around the planet or, you know, when you're looking and then it helps to, um, to get your picture a little more clear on how you are the creator of your world, your reality. Uh, but the, this is a really deep subject when it comes to Dolores Cannon. I remember when I first discovered Dolores Cannon and it was pretty intense. I mean, this is really deep stuff, but that's what the Ultimate Reality Surfing Podcast is all about, is going deep, uh, a deeper understanding, higher levels of, of knowledge, and higher vibrations. So tell us a little bit about Dolores Cannon. I know you've read her many years ago. Yeah, well, I, during the reality pause that we all took just a couple of years ago, I took the advantage of the time that I had. And I decided to read through all the books of Dolores Cannon's that she's made that I hadn't caught up on. And so I realized she's really expanded the, the, the wheels, so to speak, of what she's covered from her convoluted five-part convoluted universe series, which is five parts. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably around the time that I looked into Dolores Cannon and, and for a lot of listeners, maybe you haven't read or heard of Dolores Cannon, but uh, she was a hip, hypnotherapist. Did she work for the military or something? I, I'm trying to think. It feels like it was military. Her husband was in the military and was injured severely. And then she took it upon herself to make money by interviewing people local to her. So that was her gimmick that not her gimmick, but the way she worked. She always wanted to be in the same room with you to make sure you're protected, to feel your energy. And she would regress people into their past lives and really categorize the questions she asks and the answers she received from them. Yeah. And then she just kind of stumbled upon this. She had no idea when, uh, you know, one, she found out that the person was, uh, you know, living their past life during the, um, the, the hypnotherapy session and it kind of blew her away. And then she started exploring all these things. And it wasn't just with one of her clients. There were so many clients and then it, they could, she would go back to like their very first uh, carnation where, and sometimes they're, they were 
they were born on a different planet that should ask them what their bodies look like and their bodies would be different colors or different shapes. How many fingers do you have? She'd ask all kinds of incredible questions. Even this one time he, the person that she regressed was actually a spacecraft. He was the spacecraft. <laughs> it's kind of incredible, but yeah, the, the, the teledocular, very interesting uh, reading that she had with that guy. But she developed her own project, her own system for bringing people into that that higher mind state called quantum hypnosis uh, healing technique. So her QHHT is what she developed in order to get to that super state of your consciousness and have that consciousness affect the healing in your being in this incarnation. And because she couldn't see everybody, she developed a legion of people that are able to practice this QHHT process in her absence now that she's passed on. Wow. Yeah, she made her transition. But boy, she left a legacy of of deep understanding. And so, and, and I do really appreciate her because even the way she presents reality is a different aspect than what I was familiar with or, or understanding. And, and it's different than what other teachers can teach, but then you can read all of these different people that had these experiences. And then you can take away from that uh, a well-rounded understanding of reality creation and where you're at in the process of your journey, you know? So tell me some. Yeah. So if I recall, the first time. Go ahead. Uh, that was just a lag in the computer. So I recall the first convoluted universe book series mentioned her experience with multi-dimensional beings. So these are people that live out of phase with the physical reality that all of us live in, and those were something new. Some than she'd never encountered before. She'd encountered extraterrestrials before, but these are non-terrestrials, non-physical beings that have a consciousness, that live, that act, that have energy. And that was pretty cool, pretty mind-expanding. Right. Well, even the higher self, you know, I mean, you look at, which I, I want to do a whole episode on uh, some of these uh, other ones that even channel, you know, there's like... um for example, Abraham Hicks. I'd like to say so here in the future, we're going to do, I'll do, we'll do Abraham Hicks and we'll also uh, do Seth. That's pretty uh, awesome stuff. Uh, but, the, you know, the higher self, you know, Seth, those entities uh, are non non corporeal entities uh, with personalities and, you know. Book two, she went deeper into those in between lives and talk to the person when they're neither physical nor non-physical they're in between they're not a person they're not a new incarnation but they're something else they're learning things they have a consciousness they're experiencing things and they're in the library they're in the you know everywhere that you think happens after death she gave reality to them and she gave validity to them by exploring people physical well not physical but what happened to them when they weren't living? What happened to them before they came back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, they went uh, to where all uh, their, their spirit guide, yeah. grand masters of life, you know, so they went into the room. They even told them to rest and um, and then to choose what they're going to do next. Yeah. You have an opportunity 
when you're dead to choose what you want to do next. And you have an opportunity when you're alive to choose how you want to reframe the reality you're living. You still have that power when you get down here, but you just forget because that's one of the mechanisms of being reborn here on earth is you get to forget your past experiences, whether they were in between lives or past, past, previous lives. I find it so fascinating because again, a lot of us grew up in different religions and, you know, basically you have the same book, the Bible, and yet so many different takes on the Bible and different things that have, well, don't believe them. And you know, if you, those people are going to go to hell if you're, you know, of this religion or something like that. And, and in reality, you know, once I left organized religion, I realized that there's a golden thread of truth in everything, you know, everything that's written and you can, you can take all the goodness of all those things and then make that your own, you know? Yeah. That she was able to unpack and uncover what those relationships are that we have in each life and why we have them and how far they go back. So, you know, a problematic relationship you have right now might've stemmed from 2,500 years ago on another incarnation on the farm that you had with someone and a different family dynamic, a different relationship dynamic, but through the QHHT process, she was able to have the higher consciousness mind give the answers and tell you what it was that happened exactly. That's incredible. Yeah. So and those people that were trained by her are still out there. So some people can actually uh, take advantage of doing a past life regression and maybe get some answers to help them in their manifestation reality creation process. Yeah, the QHHT process is usually always done in person. And so because of the last pandemic, people migrated towards doing beyond quantum healing sessions, which are two to three hours where you stay at home, someone visits with you on Zoom, they ask you questions, they record it, they send you the recording. So if you don't have the opportunity or the means to go find someone, you can seek out BQH practitioners near you or QHHT practitioners near you and find out who resonates with you. If you want to have one of these experiences, I've had one and I recommend them strongly. They You get as much as you put in. So come armed with questions you want to know and you'll your higher mind will give you those answers. Wow. I've never had one done. So uh, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> well, awesome. Is there anything else we can share with uh, the audience about Dolores Cannon? Well, then I think book three talked about the ETIs or the extraterrestrial intelligences that she'd done work with those people before or investigators before. And she never found a nefarious intent in a lot of the cases. She always found that there'd been a past agreement done between the person that had been abducted and their abductors. Uh, but they they always had a familiar relationship with their abductors. And that could have been stemming from a previous incarnation. So those people that think I'm being traumatized here on earth, she really realized that, no, you're not. You've agreed to this. Maybe it's traumatic now, but that's just because you forgot. And she talked to a lot of ETIs, extraterrestrial intelligences, uh, a lot of species when she did that book three. And that kind of is a standalone in and of itself, which is doesn't make a lot of ET investigators happy because they wanted to play the boogeyman. That's incredible. Yeah, really, really awesome. Really appreciate her contributions. And book four, that one was deeper. Just when you thought it couldn't get any deeper, she went deeper. 
and looked at kind of the simulacrum of the universe that we're all living within, this guise of the matrix that we're in. And she not only investigated abduction experiences, but people that had, like you mentioned, living experiences of physical things. So we don't think of anything around us as having a consciousness, but Dolores Cannon was pushing the idea and kind of pioneered the idea that every inanimate object around you, whether it's a car, whether it's a toaster, has a conscience, it has a sentience. And it it, it might not be as strong as the one that you and I and the, and the listeners have, but it it's enough to be respected and revered. So she talked to humans that are alive today that had past incarnations as spaceships, as warships, as planets even. Well, that's the thing. So all of uh, our molecules in our body and all of the atoms in our bodies, each of them have consciousness. So everything has a consciousness. So when we're working on ourselves, we're not just working on ourselves. We're working on the, the hundreds of millions, possibly trillions of cells within us that are all a part of us. The uh, question is, is, is that our, uh, what forms this consciousness that we have uh, that you're at the the helm of, uh, but makes you want to appreciate your body even more. Yeah. How often do you talk to your body? I don't talk to mine nearly enough, but I should probably give it a little bit more love, a little bit more appreciation because your spleen is just as important as your brain, but we don't really give it much importance. We don't attach much importance to it, but Look at what it does. It's pretty busy throughout the whole day. So thank you, Spleen. <laughs> hey, that, you did that without even mansplaining it. That I was, did what? I said you did that without even doing a mansplain. It's mansplaining. It's a dad joke. So. Oh, I don't know what the spleen does, but it knows it's busy doing it all day long. I have no idea what the spleen does. I really don't. It's really busy all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're interested in any of the work or, or seeing that on your own, it's a little bit it's a little bit of a lot of money. Uh, the BQH session, the QHHC session, it requires some savings, but it is worth it to spend a weekend learning about your past lives because you gain a greater understanding of why you're in the space you're in now. So now I have a knowledge firsthand of like 20 different past lives that I've had how I came here and what kind of what I learned from all those lives and I think it makes me a better rounded person now knowing that yeah I think so I think you're a bet better well-rounded person too I'm pretty square when it comes to being well-rounded well then there are some other books that she had done and and those are really kind of traumatic where she talks to a survivor of Hiroshima um, where she goes back in time. There's a new book she just released too, posthumously. Uh, I'm in the middle of that one now, but it's about the path of the goddess. And so it's uh, kind of a Celtic story or a, a Walesian story of, of a couple of women and how they used to live and how traumatic life was for them back, you know, before, before the Roman army fell. Um, that's a fun one. So if you want to look up that on Amazon, you can find her new book. She's still... Her daughter's putting together some of those books and some of those passages. So we have that to look forward to in the future, too. Incredible. Yeah, her daughter's done a really great job. Look into the archives, see what Dolores came up with. Yeah. Godspeed, Dolores Cannon. Yeah. And we yeah. wish you the best in your next incarnation. Absolutely. Hey, Todd, thanks for being on the show. 
Where can people find you? You know, I'm around. I, I'm, I keep myself scarce, but if they want to look around on YouTube, they can go to at Reality Forecast or I teach remote viewing courses, six-week online courses at www.realityforecast.com. Send me an email. Let's have a chat. I'm always anxious to talk to people and explain them what remote viewing can and cannot do. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that way you can always get this awesome content for helping you to create the best life ever. Run over to ultimaterealitysurfing.com and download a free copy of Designing Your Perfect Reality. All right. Thanks again. You guys uh, have an awesome one. See you later.